Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your ROH and Impact post-show here at Fightful. A much shorter episode this week, thankfully. <laughs> and we've got Reg back with us. But before we catch up with Reg and his big Vegas weekend and all of his shenanigans that happened. We are going to ask you guys to get in those super chats and those humper chats to talk anything ROH tonight. I thought it was a strong episode. Definitely mm -hmm. one of my favorites of the non-studio ones. This was a much, much, much stronger showing. Chat about it with us. Send in those chats. Also, we'll ask you to go over to FightfulSelect.com and subscribe there. Lord knows we had a very dense wrestling weekend. Okay. We had three uh, pay-per-views in two days. Mm -hmm. We were running shows all over the place. Reg was in Vegas. He couldn't be yeah. bothered to show it. He saw 19 matches and was like, <laughs> I'm out of here. I ain't doing a 19 match post-show when I'm in Vegas. All right. With my uh -huh. internet. That is hotel internet. That was yeah. not happening. Will mm -mm. said, find a sub, Kate. I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go pay, play some penny slots. I'm gonna mm -hmm. hit it big on blackjack. Mm -hmm. Couldn't be bothered. But how was Vegas? <laughs> you know the funny thing. Funny that you say that, Kate, because I actually went to the uh, AEW and Ring of Honor tapings, and it ended up being like a six-hour show. So I ended up being at a long wrestling show anyway. So it didn't matter. They were like, "Hi, you thought you got away from 19 matches? Gotcha." And they made me watch a whole bunch of wrestling. I watched a bunch of Ring of Honor. We it, they did exactly what we've been talking about on this shows for months on end, filmed during after a whole bunch of wrestling and some people not enough people saw an amazing six man uh, lucha inspired match. So, whew, like it's a, a lot. Nice, nice little combo of things that Reg loves tonight and things that I love tonight. And mm -hmm. it's not that I don't love what Reg loves. But my shit was on tonight. We're gonna talk Man. all, all, mm -hmm. all, all about that shortly. Um, but let's talk about what you said. They aren't at the studio anymore. You've got this crowd that's probably a little fatigued, right? Mm -hmm. Not really hyped. 
if you send Maria Canales out there in that outfit, though, <laughs> there we go. All right. My God. Breathtaking, yeah. breathtaking mm-hmm. gal. We start with the infantry uh, and the kingdom. And I got to say, mm-hmm. I love me some Lucha Brothers. All right. But yeah. to me, it has felt like the kingdom are your tag champions, the way they've been carrying the right. brand and the workload in this division. But a fun opener here, nonetheless. I really liked commentary talking about whether um, they would be in their heads a little bit about, or, or just fatigued from the honor, no, not the honor, no more match fight without honor match that they had had mm-hmm. last week. Uh, mm-hmm. But this was really fun. You know, who wasn't fatigued by that match? Maria Canellis. And we saw her interfere at the end. And what was a really fun opener? I love seeing the infantry. Great as always. This was just a nice way to to kick off the show. Not usually those like insane tag matches that we sometimes get mm-hmm. <laughs> on AEW to kick off shows. We're like, how did this even happen on free TV? But a really, really solid one and advancing some story here. Love seeing Maria get get involved. She's always very good mm-hmm. about her her interference. And because it's not overdone in ROH a lot, I, I really liked it here. What did you think of our opener tonight? Uh, yeah, uh, exactly what you were saying. I think there's a tag match later in this show that could have been in that crazy kind of tag match spot, the uh, the top light and action versus the workhorseman. I think they did some crazy stuff. We'll talk about that eventually here. Um, but yeah, I think exactly what you said about the Lucha Bros being tag team champs. I think it's great. They're one of my favorite tag teams in the world. But if the run that the kingdom has been having since uh since the uh, Supercard of Honor show Mania weekend, if they were tag team champions that whole time, I think it would hit a lot harder of them carrying the flag, them talking how they've been talking, them having the matches that they've been having. If they were tag team champions this whole time, we would have been building prestige to these tag team champions. Instead, they keep putting the tag team champions in singles matches every time we have a show. I don't get it. I'll we'll never understand it. But, you know, we are where we are. and We're going to eventually get to having these tag team champions on the show, I hope. Hopefully they built to some this weekend at the tapings because it's been pretty weird, pretty weird not having them on the show when that's a prominent figure of Ring of Honor history is like the tag team championships are like so synonymous with the company and everything that we've been to to get here to not have them present as they have been has been kind of a bummer. Yes, and they... You know, the, the presentation was such a big deal because of obviously who held them last and mm-hmm. to pass it along to a team of brothers was such a great moment. And then right. I understand injuries happen, but we yeah. saw these defended in AEW. We're getting more mm-hmm. title defenses on Rampage. We saw 19 matches and no title defenses while you were <laughs> off gallivanting, okay? <laughs> Cashing in big on roulette or whatever the hell you were doing in Ding Vegas Ding! while I was holding it down. <laughs> but... No complaints about this opener. I agree right. with you. I'm I'm trying to reframe it in my head as let's mm-hmm. see what collision brings and who they pull yeah. on, and then we'll see what mm-hmm. shakes out in ROH. Not mm-hmm. mad about it. Not mad about it. And I'll tell you what else I'm not mad about. Trisha Dora mm-hmm. re-emerging here in ROH. Uh commentary always, always, always. No Nigel tonight, but Caprice yeah. and Ian doing a great job talking about something that I found out through one of your tweets, that Trisha mm-hmm. Dora is trading out of the New Japan Dojo, and damn, that rules. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is right. such awesome news. It mm-hmm. probably derails her booking a little bit here. Um, yeah. I think normally this would be a case where you're building up Trisha Dora. Her and Athena seems like such a, a likely combo, but if she's putting in the work, 
in in the New Japan Dojo, you're you're probably gonna have Sky Blue edging out this mm-hmm. match, which she does here. But really, really fun, a, a gorgeous uh, wheelbarrow suplex in this from Trisha Dora. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. I'm still I'm kind of with you where I'm not like quite there on Sky Blue, but her match with Athena was the best that we've seen her. She's mm-hmm. continuing to be built here. I think her sticking around ROH is a, a, a good call. Normally, yep. I'd be complaining about her going over Trisha Dora, but knowing what Trisha Dora is doing to give her what she's giving to herself and, and mm-hmm. all of this is really really cool what did you think of our second match of the show here yeah this match was super fun i think sky blues ever since that uh, athena match has been locked into where she should be after having such a great match like that she's kind of taken on a little uh a little more edge it's been great to see um trisha Dora's story has been great yes yeah, as, as you said that tweet i put out i had just discovered that that day because i saw her just really being down there at the in the ring during the uh new Bump japan strong shoulders. show so Bumping shoulders I um it. I yeah <laughs> but trisha's awesome though I, I i've been singing her praises for so many years so to see her uh kind of and they kind of told the story here with the commentary saying that she joined the academy and she's like you know put herself at the bottom again not even like using being trisha dora been you know, around the world already. No, she's like at the very bottom, starting from the bottom to build up, to become this, you know, to become even greater than she was saying that she didn't use entrance music and her, you know, carry Tron for a reason. Cause she wanted to be, you know, uh, she wanted to earn every step from the very bottom, which is a great story to story to tell. And, you know, using sky blue here to, to, you know, further along what she's doing. And they had a great match. I like the finish. Um, I like the story that they told all through this. And, uh, you know, Sky Blue is going to continue to be a contender, which is going to be great for the division. Um, but, you know, the story that they tell here with the rest of the women's division in the show is the more interesting thing, I think. But, yeah, super fun match. Both women look great here. So I got to say, I feel um, qualified to speak about women's wrestling. And we mm-hmm. have seen ROH go from a brand that wasn't really emphasizing women's wrestling to now mm-hmm. like the workers women's wrestling yeah. brand. And <laughs> right. I love seeing that, but I don't feel qualified to speak about, which I will throw to you. And I will definitely be asking Cresta on, as we switch over to the impact stream is mm-hmm. we had Kira Hogan. We had Athena. Yep. We had Trisha Dora. We've mm-hmm. got Trinity on impact. There are some, yep. we got Willow most weeks, you know, like mm-hmm. there's some incredible um, black women's wrestlers in the scene right now. Mm-hmm. And so different stylistically. Yeah. Um, I I just can't remember a time where I've seen this much like organic representation unfolding. Like I, I mm-hmm. don't want to be crapping on other brands, but right now in, in WWE, it's like Bianca and nobody yeah. else. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Is it awesome for you to to see this? Like it, it, I think it is just incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, coming from you know when I originally started making the the BW five hundred and just trying to discover more wrestlers, women's wrestlers at the beginning it was hard to find. It's hard to to go through and and see. But like because of the things that Sasha did, because of the things Mercedes, Sasha Mercedes, because of the things that Naomi did, because of the things that, the, you know, all their partners did, Becky and, and Bailey and all them, they uh, brought along a new different crop of women that are amazing. And a lot of them are black women inspired by the things that Mercedes did on the way up. 
and to see where it is now with everyone you named and Queen Aminata and Oh my God, and, Promise uh, Braxton. Did I even mention Promise that? Promise Braxton like, yeah, on this show. Yeah. Tremendous talent. Shout out to uh, Reality of Wrestling uh, in Texas. Texas as a whole, just an incredible wrestling place to be. Uh, yeah, the Black women wrestlers here are insane. And they all, like you said, have different styles. They all bring a different kind of style and flavor and uh, and swag to this. And it's it's great to see and they're all tremendously talented. Like you could pick any one of them to be like, "Oh, this is the best." Like Mercedes, uh, she's great. Willow, Trinity. It's like it's a who's who of amazingly talented women, and they're all champions, and they're everywhere. And it's like, ha! Huh, uh, I never thought we would get here, but I'm so happy that we made it. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And to your point about Mercedes, it's like she's still doing it. Like, yeah, she shattered all these glass ceilings in WWE and was like, "I'm gonna go to Japan." And hold a women's title there. <laughs> Essentially, they created wrong. a belt for her, and she's yeah. just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna carry this and inspire more women on the way, and interact with all those women that I inspired on the way yeah. up." It's like, come on. In main event, New Japan strong with another black woman. No big deal. No big deal. Just no awesome deal. to see. I just wanted Regular. to take a pause with that because when I first got into ROH, and it sounds like a similar experience for you, like it was like Alice in Danger. And not really <laughs> Daisy Hayes. Yeah, I remember yeah. it. It was like very rare. You'd be like, oh, but here's a random women's match. That's that's cool. Cool. Um, but it, it's it's just so cool to see it being like the women's ass kicking brand, too. It's mm-hmm. it's not just like, oh, and we have women. It is it is the workers brand that Ian Caprice put it over pretty heavily in, in the main here, but yeah. really, really great stuff. And moving into what was a heartstring puller for me, Reg. I don't know about mm. you, but the righteous Tough. Stu Grayson versus the Dark Order. I've been whining, okay? I've been whining about the lack of story. When I did 19 mm. matches to review when there were not really any stories, I was a little hornry about that, mm-hmm. right? This story has been beautifully told. Wow. It is breaking my heart. Okay, mm. I love me some Stu Grayson. I've said since before he even re-signed, I was like, he's an ROH singles champion in the waiting. Just stylistically felt right. Yeah. Uh, I did not see this story coming with the righteous, but I absolutely adore what they built out here. You get this moment of Uno not wanting to fight Stu, and it is so oh, authentic and oh, so good. We get... A lot of other fun stuff in here. Dutch hitting this ridiculous boss man slam on Reynolds who hit hard on the outside. Uh, but ultimately, this ends with Stu Grayson hitting Uno with the nightfall. Oh my God. And then Vincent going in and getting the pin, which I think is such an interesting open ending. And I loved the way Ian Riccoboni was like, did Vincent know? Is he a master manipulator? Is Stu Grayson going to be pissed off about this next week because he's still not having a moment to shine? Stu Grayson walk away from everybody. I think there's Mm. a lot of options here. I loved, loved, loved a lot of the storytelling in this. Vincent, just with like a casual side Russian leg sweep, always cracks me up. Because like, I don't think about move execution with that guy, but Mm -hmm. he's a good little wrestler, man. He knows what he's doing in there. Mm -hmm. I think this is a whole bunch of fun. I think it's a really healthy call. And I'm thinking... That if this is going into a trio split, you might have a nice six-man champion contender on the way here. Reg, uh-huh. your thoughts? 
Kate, what happened here? Everything started moving so quickly. I don't know what's happened. <laughs> Stu's back. He's beating up John Moxley, Dark Order. They're all reuniting, but then he's over here saying he's not getting enough shine. I agree with them. The righteous are making some good points. And now he's <laughs> over here with the righteous and he's fighting against his longtime partner. They're punching and kicking each other, Kate, right in the middle of the ring. What's going on here? Super Smash Bros. I can't believe this. It's a. Uh, just a sad story, but a great story here is being told. The Dark Order um, keep lucking into this. Look, they just told this story on Dynamite about, you know, they're going to start to tell this hangman story is looking like. They're telling the story over here in Ring of Honor. Like, they're having a good time. Shout out to all those guys. They're, they're great, incredible talent. And then this match, uh, Bossman Slam, Dutch is going to have, I think he has the best in the business. Like, somebody proved me wrong. Uh, Jake Something's is pretty pretty wild yeah, I was, that's the only one i think yeah, that i'm like could rival it mm-hmm. these guys they be throwing those boss man slams pretty heavy over here so you guys should fight about it and see who has the best one i think that's the only way that you could solve this dutch and jake something Ooh. in a fight because that'd be a great fight too but yeah this is one of the best stories being told here in ring of honor um slowly it came up i mean ever since the righteous came in they came in with the purpose of like Stu, they're not treating you right over here, and we will treat you right over here. And they're kind of showing it, Kate, right? They really are. My only thing is Dutch. You're doing your job, but it's creeping me out with your tongue. Cre- All right. The tongue thing, I can't. The tongue thing is freaking it's, me out every it's time. Weird. Every I time he does most... it, I'm just like, ooh. It just mm-hmm. gives you the shimmies. Try being a yeah. girl and see that. It's yeah, I could imagine. I, mean, I could is... imagine. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's a mm-hmm. weird one. But what I mm-hmm. like to your point was we saw the Dark Order on AEW. Mm-hmm. They've lost Hangman, right? Yep. I, I'm not for all this roster sharing as I've been very vocal about, but the idea that like we lost Hangman, we're losing Stu, this mm-hmm. leads to some consistent possibilities for the Dark Order. So I, yep. I really like that. If they turn heel because they're like, everyone screws us over anyway mm-hmm. interesting stuff if they stay yep. face because they have to turn inward as a trio mm-hmm. there's a lot of trios wrestling happening right now could be a whole lot of fun or nice new dark order before. members too that's also think something looming in the back like they've lo- they've lost a lot over this their whole entire entire time in AEW. they've lost members you know uh left and right here very recently so are they going to try to recruit are they going to go on as a trio they might just want to stay at trios because like your your other two homies that you got her down and that's it everybody else is a wild card it's true and what i like about that is you had the two tag teams right and it felt like of anybody evil uno was kind of left out in the wind um, yep. felt like the whole dark order was but he just never really recovered from losing his tag team so him having other people to just endemically work with i think is is a really really good call but absolutely love the story here this was a ton of fun Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to save this Samoa Joe, Zack Sabre Jr. interview for their match because I was <laughs> howling, howling at what mm-hmm. we got out of this. We're going to move along to some more ass-kicking ladies wrestling. We mentioned Promise Braxton, the challenger, but a great effort in her Proving Ground match with Athena last week, too. Not a successful effort, but a really, really good one. I love the mouth guard and her style mm-hmm. that she comes out with. A great mm-hmm. match for Diamante here stylistically. Yep. That theme goes so hard. Yes. Love seeing Diamante on a track. Mm-hmm. Very, very excited. This was a really fun, fun match. 
I loved it. Diamante going over here was not a surprise to me, but some really, mm -hmm. really good work and a good use of um, establishing your women's division a little bit more as we go. Yeah. Like, it seems like Diamante is going to be emphasized here. That's all I've ever wanted, especially mm -hmm. with Dark going away, because that's where her bread was getting buttered. Mm -hmm. So she deserves to keep that back. She deserves to do it in ROH, and she deserves this consistency. She She's clearly worked very hard um stylistically it's a it's a no-brainer in this environment now but also happy to see promise braxton return i thought she was great mm -hmm. last week i'm not as familiar with her so i i love finding new talent that i can dive deeper into and, and go look up matches very 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 cool stuff what were your thoughts on this uh this is cool like you were saying like we were saying earlier about this women's division how it's kind of like it's the if you're gonna be in the women's division you're about to be in a fight like <laughs> somebody across the ring from you can really fight and this isn't like we're not about to be dancing in here you could be in here with athena you could be in here with diamante you could be in here with mercedes martinez you could be in here with kira kira hogan like it's like who's ever on the other side of this they're not coming to play and that's great that this ring of honor division has became into that because if in order to beat the mvp ring of honor women's champion you have to be somebody that's can go because yeah. Athena's not about to play when you're on the other side of that so to see these two women promise braxton coming up like this uh like i said through reality of wrestling booker t she has that uh kind of connection to athena too which is you know a little story they could be telling here uh very soon um and then so for her i saw her actually at the uh queen of indies here at the West Coast Pro Show. She's amazing. She's great, even live. So it's great to see her to be able to get this opportunity, Sarah, against Diamante. But we've been talking about Diamante for, you know, uh, some time now on this right. podcast, and she is getting these opportunities. And it's great to see because she's kind of one that's been deserving for a really long time, just on the grind, like you said, doing AW Dark and, you know, doing these things to kind of, stay relevant but not getting the on tv opportunity so for to transition over here in roh another contender for athena it's just great to see these women's matches on this show are always hit it's pretty rarely that there's not one that you know besides like the squashes like they're always like some big time dope matches here yes and i always get concerned when we're out of the studio but i gotta say this <laughs> felt so much more like an roh episode there was so much that i loved about it and it didn't feel like hey let's throw the best friends out there because they're next to me and gorilla like this it hasn't felt like that right intent. yeah mm -hmm. and refreshingly to see rampage is going to be incredible tomorrow so it feels like all right maybe now that we've cleared past double or nothing we're kind mm -hmm. of cementing what the products under the AEW umbrella are, and we know yes. who you can thank for that. Mm -hmm. The hardworking staff at AEW. <laughs> <laughs> nice pivot, Kate. I <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, get in your super chats and your humper mm. chats about Will Washington or anything else you want to ah. talk about, but most importantly, <laughs> don't do that. Talk to us about the show tonight, though. We would appreciate the support and a reminder that we have the Impact stream coming up with birthday boy Joel Pearl. Mm -hmm. But don't spend your dollars on him. Happy birthday. Yeah. You can just leave it in the mm -hmm. regular chat. Spend your dollars awesome. on us. All right. Mm -hmm. We want we want those quarterly ratings mm -hmm. to show that we're the draw. All right. Exactly. Last week, because we had a three-hour episode, I was bumping Joel to overbooked. Okay. 
Prove me bumped. right about that. Like bumped. Wow. Bumped. Yeah. I'm the counter programming. Look at this. It's well, crazy. Well, we had to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our, our reviews were going on the same day. Thanks time. a lot, Tony. <laughs> so I bumped Joel. And then you know what happened the next night? I bumped Joel again because they wow. had impact to review again. I'm the draw. Prove it by sending in those super chats and humper chats. We've got yeah. Reg back. Please send them in and leave a thumbs up on this video if you could. But stay tuned for that Impact Post Show. They're also coming off a big weekend yep. and more Trinity in action. But we get Brian Cage and Willie Mack in a fun mm -hmm. match. Extremely familiar with each other. I absolutely adored commentary doing this. Um talking about how they fought each other all around the world. Mm -hmm. I love when Willie Mack and Brian Cage, especially the way Brian Cage is working right now, collide because mm -hmm. they are very different in about every way, except for the way that they make really, really fun matches when they yep. are in the ring together. Totally. The Lucha Underground references, talking about everywhere that they've worked was really, really fun. Super familiar with each other. This is the most interesting Brian Cage has been. I've said it week over week. I really, really <laughs> like it. I still want my six man belts. <laughs> All right. But good stuff here. I also adore Willie Mack. Just a, a really good pickup for them if they're planning on contracting him or just using him consistently. He's such mm -hmm. a consistent worker um, and a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Nice to see him back in singles action after some Ninja Mac tag team stuff. But, but what did you think of Brian Cage and his win today? Why did we build to that Ninja Mac and the Mac? I thought we were doing the Mac attack thing. I, I, I like the back double Mac attack thing, but we're just leaving it. Okay, what's well, fine. We could just leave it. I get it. We're doing our, the Brian Cage match again. Our champions aren't even around. Yeah, you know they're not mean? here anyways. <laughs> what does it matter? They're doing Brian Cage and Willie Mac again. I uh, interesting choices. Like, I think there's some other ways you could go. This is like the fourth time we've seen this match. I watched one of these matches live of them doing it. It's great. I love it. Love Lucha Underground. Love PWG. Everybody knows my history here. But, like, what's going on here? Why don't we defend these trios championships on this show? Why are you guys doing this to us? We know all three of them are there. Are, or are they? I don't know. I don't really know. But why aren't we just adding a little bit more stakes to this. It doesn't really seem that hard. I just want to even know that they're present, that they're a team together, that we could see the three of them and the three of those belts together. Same with the tag team champs. Can we see them standing next to each other so I know that they exist in this universe? And these tag team championships aren't just going to a waste. But I digress. Fun match. They, uh, We've seen this match in PWG. We've seen this match in Lucha Underground. We've seen it in AEW. We've seen it in Ring of Honor. It's kind of great that they're just running this match through so many different places. It's California representation. I can't really complain too much. Willie Mack is awesome. When he does this uh, Samoan drop into the nip up into the uh, moonsault, it hits every time. He's just a great character. And I'd hope to one day see him as a champion here in Ring of Honor. That just would be a cool moment. Hell yes to that. I do agree with you. I feel like I have not in my life really gone out of my way to see Brian Cage and Willie Mack, and I've seen it still 47 times. So many like, times. You're not wrong <laughs> on that front. But I did love the cannonball in here from Willie Mack. I also mm -hmm. loved Prince Nana getting worried uh, on the clothesline spot stunner. Was was really, really, really fun. Yeah. Um, they do switch it up every time that they're in the ring, but I, I definitely hear you. And it does feel like we get pieces of the six-man 
everywhere we go, does not the actual trio itself. We yes. Con and Toa on the main roster. We got Brian Cage down here. They're flip-flop all the time. So so I agree with you. I think the <laughs> match was fun. But you're not wrong. And we've mm-hmm. seen it a time or two and kind of superfluous. But yeah. fun none the Things could less. be worse. We could be watching a worse match. Any chance we can get ABC on ROH tag division? Asks Matthew Hooks. ABC question mark. Yeah, I don't know ABC. Another bad creation. That's the only ABC I know. And they're an old rap child's group from the 90s. I don't think that's who you're talking about. He could be, though. They they haven't been in tag team action in a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. Probably like 30 (laughs) years at this point. But, you know, maybe get them back together. Who knows? Um, yeah, I don't know who you're clarifying for. Matthew Hooks, you can clarify and not send it. Oh, over. Ace and Bay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Definitely. my gosh. Duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah. good call. Good call. Uh, it's a very open landscape right now. I would say anything's mm-hmm. possible, but it, it does feel like they are a bit of a fixture in Impact right now. So I don't know how yeah. much they're going to want to fixture. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see if Impact's involved any in Forbidden Door, I guess. So. I think it's going to be, um, I, I'm really intrigued by what we get at Forbidden Door because there's been some mm-hmm. stories and we're going to talk about Zack Sabre Jr. mate and Simone mm-hmm. and Joseph in a moment, but there's been a lot of stories that feel like they could be leaning toward Forbidden Door that are not necessarily just AEW specific, including right. Zach Sheppy Jr. and mm-hmm. Joe of the Samoas. Mm-hmm. This promo cracked me up. I love Joe just casually throwing in that he's better than Zack Sabre Jr. What you missed yeah. last week was magic. I will tell mm-hmm. you that. The main event of last week was so great because there wasn't a ton of story going into it. It was just that mm-hmm. Matt Seidel um, hadn't had a shot at the TV titles. And Samoa mm-hmm. Joe and Zack Sabre Jr. weren't going to just let you call your shot. They're proud champions. It's the TV title, man. You can't just come in and get a shot because you feel like it. We build out to this tag match the whole time. It's it's just Zack Sabre Jr. and Samoa Joe messing with each other a little bit. Still on the same page about wanting to win the match, but Samoa Joe's super aggressively tagging in. And, right. Uh, there's some one-upman spots and anything you can do, I can do better storytelling. It was really, really fun in this. Eventually leading to what we got tonight, but I just loved Samoa Joe in this interview just being like, I think it's clear that I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Zach Saber Jr. saying that's a little bit hazy was a whole heck of a lot of fun, as was the match that we got with Zach Saber Jr. and Rocky Romero. Two banger themes, by the way, right off yes. the top. Back to back. different vibes. Mm-hmm. Really, really good stuff. But I, I don't know what is up with me. I'm on the most technical kick that I have been on mm-hmm. as a wrestling fan in my life. But I have a lot of really great things to say about this match. Okay. Yep. Zack Sabre Jr. catching people into a cravat never gets old to me, especially on the outside. Beautiful. What the effing F. Mm-hmm. Um, same... <laughs> Same with that like standing twisted neck breaker. It's just so nasty looking. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're actually baking, breaking people's necks. So much fun to be had in here. The Hurricane Rana into the ankle lock, a thing mm. of beauty. Rocky Romero's top rope DVT, a thing mm. of beauty. 
Zack Sabre Jr. using what felt like a variation of the Coquina Clash. I don't remember the full name of it. Mm-hmm. Calling out Samoa Joe with his in-ring storytelling. Yeah. Phenomenal. Rocky mm-hmm. Romero targeting the neck of Zack Sabre Jr. that Christopher Daniels was working over in the last match the whole time. Amazing. In-ring storytelling is the best part of wrestling. Wow. Wrestling is the best part of wrestling. This mm-hmm. was for me. I mm-hmm. loved it. Eventually, this ends with Rocky going for the armbar. Zack mm-hmm. Sabre Jr. escaping with the calf crusher. They get into a hold, and Zack Sabre Jr. stretches Rocky, who taps out here. But this TV title run has been a work of art from Zack Sabre Jr. I have loved every minute of it. I've watched the whole thing in succession over the weekend because I'm just so blown away by what he's been able to do in in establishing this title as the first (laughs) champion. Match was super fun. We'll see what happens at Dominion this weekend. But what were your thoughts on this Tucker match for me? Kate, did you think (laughs) when when they moved this show to Honor Club that it was going to become the Zack Sabre Jr. show? Did you think we were going to be able to be blessed with this Zack Sabre Jr. greatness every Thursday from 4 to (sighs) 6? I did not. (laughs) And I don't know what I did in a past lifetime to earn this. I don't know how we got here, but thank you to whoever did this. I am... Look, I like... I've always loved Zack Sabre Jr., but this is some of the most inspired wrestling work I've just ever seen. Like, he has transitioned from being the best technical wrestler in the world to, in my opinion, just the best wrestler in the world. Because when you're that good technically, the story just organically (laughs) falls into itself. Even in matches like this, where there's not Mm -hmm. a full story, you just kind of create one. Man, I'm excited, Red. No, no, it feels like... To me, every time he has a Ring of Honor match, it's for Brian Danielson. Like he only thinks one person is watching this match, and every time he twists somebody in a pretzel, every time he grabs somebody out of cravat out of a dive, every time he snatches an arm out of nowhere, every time he steps on something, your ankle in a weird direction. He's like, Brian Danielson, this is for you. Everybody <laughs> says that you're the guy. Everybody says that you're the best technical wrestler in the world, but that's false. I'm the best technical wrestler in the world. He's been saying it for years now, but a year ago in the build to Forbidden Door, he called out Brian Danielson, said that he wasn't that guy and that he was that guy. And Zack Sabre's been showing us on the brand that Brian Danielson built on his home turf. That, no, you're not that guy. I'm that guy. And to do it right here against Rocky. Rocky Romero has been a great little treat these last yes. couple of weeks, too. Just coming in here, doing the thing that he does. He has so many different styles. It's great to see Rocky Romero do his thing. But Zack Sabre Jr., with this championship, with the time limit, with the run that he's on, I don't know if anybody's going to be able to take that championship from him. It's been incredible to be able to see who people legit call the best wrestler in the world, just like a regular Thursday. And I think that's kind of the best part. Like how you said, like he, it feels like he's in another level, but he feels even more like dickheadish and that he doesn't, it doesn't feel like it, it's anything to him. He's just like, yeah, whatever. I'll tie you up. I don't care. I'm the best guy here. I'll beat you. I'll beat you. I'll tie you and your friend up and I'll kick Ryan Danielson's ass. And that's where it's all leading to. It's just like, what a, oh, this is great. <laughs> it is so effortless. Like it is, he's yes. just so um he's so in every moment. Cause 
I've said it before, right? I think the Samoa Joe walkaway spot is the best spot in wrestling. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about exertion to punishment ratio? That guy sidesteps to the left two steps, and he lets a high flyer eat it. Mm -hmm. A close second and third are someone's on the top rope, and you go to the top rope, and you put them in a top rope assisted freaking twisted cobra Mm -hmm. twist, whatever. Mm -hmm. Or you're like, I'm going to let him jump into a cravat. I love it. It all makes Mm -hmm. sense. And I love your spot, Foo. But of anything in the world, this (laughs) is for me. I am here for it. This is good stuff. We got some love in the chats for this match. Thank you so much for sending those in. We'll wish Joel a happy birthday later. But Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) we get a chat from Mike McVaney saying, good show tonight. Can't wait to see Joe and... Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. go at it, and the women are killing it on ROH. Hell yeah, they are. I'm also incredibly excited for Samoa Joe versus Zack Sabre Jr. I'm intrigued mm-hmm. about where it happens because yes. they, they owe us. They owe us, Reg. Hmm, when could they it happen? They owe us Zack Sabre hmm. Jr. and Brian Danielson. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the Forbidden Door match. So Forbidden Door, yeah, I guess that could just be what it is, actually. Right. Mm-hmm. They better give me Danielson at Forbidden Door. That's what I'm saying, though. When is Joe going to be at Forbidden Door? Hmm. Or when are we getting Joe and Zack Sabre Jr.? At the ROH pay-per-view? Yeah, I would say maybe Forbidden Door, but like, is uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of uh, shows coming up. There's collisions coming up. There's a lot of time that this could be had. So announce it. I mean, it's going to be interesting. They're building this whole thing on a Ring of Honor show and don't do it on a Ring of Honor show. So what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat, picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket, outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It does feel like a betrayal to me personally. 
Okay. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I just feel like Forbidden Door, they owe us Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson. But this story That's what I'm saying. show is right. so good that I'm like, where mm-hmm. do you do you do it at the next ROH pay-per-view? Because I guess Death Before Dishonor is not far off, right? That, uh, I think they usually do that in July. Yeah, right. So, okay. so maybe, maybe. But they maybe. got so much other stuff going on. Are they going to be able to squeeze in this pay per view between the Forbidden Door and all these All In and All Out and all this other stuff? I don't know. Well, I'll say this: I think Samoa Joe might have different plans on Collision, so I'm not worried about it sneaking there because somebody else is coming back. Uh huh. And I'm very happy. But we'll move along. <laughs> In this show, this was match of the night for me. Obviously, I, I, this is this is a four cape match right that here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Luis say maybe we get Zack Saber Jr. and Joe between the Collision debut and after Sunday's Dominion. Who? Yeah. Enjoy your passport being very full, fellas, because. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's a lot of flying back and forth. I am intrigued to see what happens at Dominion because he is fighting Jeff Cobb, who is the only person to have gotten the time limit with him. So it feels like there's an opportunity for Zack Sabre Jr. to lose that title, or maybe it's an opportunity for Zack Sabre Jr. to prove he can actually beat Jeff Cobb, or maybe something nefarious happens. We if will. Jeff Cobb beats Zack Sabre Jr. and then we get Jeff Cobb and Samoa Joe instead, I'm not hating it. I'm not hating it at all. I don't hate that either. I don't even hate that <laughs> as a triple threat. And I don't even like a triple, hard triple threat. Yeah, me neither. Let's do it. But those two <laughs> big meaty men slapping me and Zack Sabre Jr., you can sign me up for that. I'm not having mm-hmm. any complaints. But moving along to the workhorse men, who I'm also very excited to see. And top mm-hmm. flight adjacent, as I will call mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. Uh, Action and Dreddy and Darius mm-hmm. Martin, who do pick up the win here. Um... I liked a lot about this match. Uh, Andy Henry catching Andretti in that moonsault and the combo mm-hmm. that followed after it, I thought was super, super fun. Mm-hmm. Love commentary playing into, well, you know, if Dante comes back ahead of schedule, how's he going right. to feel about Andretti just stepping in here? Mm-hmm. Um, we, by the way, on Rampage, get Zack Sabre Jr. versus Action Andretti. So that is yep. another fun day for us at work. But um this match was perfectly fine. I feel like the workhorsemen fit in ROH, but they're such good utility players. I wouldn't be shocked to see them be a staple on something like Collision or whatever, because yeah. I, I feel like they're very valuable in the way they can work with everyone. They mm-hmm. can make things feel important with or without a title. Doesn't doesn't rightfully matter. So I'm intrigued to see where they go. Uh, what were your thoughts on the match we saw tonight? Yeah, I I think that same thing. I think uh, I love what the workhorsemen are doing in Ring of Honor, and I think they they gel well with pretty much every tag team. But, yeah, they're so good at their jobs that they could be every Saturday night trying to rebuild this tag team division or wherever the tag team division kind of lands here in AEW moving forward. They're just so good that you need to see them over there. But, yeah, they were on display here in this match. I think uh, tag team like Top Flight with Action Andretti, um, is a great uh, opponent for the workhorsemen just because of the styles that they bring. Anytime you see JD Drake in there with someone that's you know trying to evade and uh, get away from him, but then he catches him, and when he does that outside bounce him off the ropes, clobbering thing, it's just like that's just some big hunky angry stuff. He's so 
uh he's so cool he's such a a a different but kind of old school but new school he mixes so many different styles together um him and anthony henry are such a great tag team i love seeing them um in ring of honor but they can be contenders for the tag team championships with with a couple wins they're one of those tag teams that if they went on a a win streak right now they'd be believable and people would be behind them being contenders for the aw world championships potentially FTR versus the Workhorsemen? Yes. Right? Right, right, right. Didn't they kind of tease that a couple of weeks ago and then we didn't hear about it again? It did feel like they planted maybe a seed for that. So, mm-hmm. And it felt like we're maybe getting Bullet Club gold against FTR. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as an interim program, I also really like that in general. But just just take me back to 80s NWA and give you this Workhorsemen versus FTR man, match, yes. man. Like, oh, that is... Mm-hmm. That's some, that's some graps right there. I mm-hmm. will absolutely take it. The Real Nerd chiming in via Humper Chat. We thank you so much saying, I was at ROH tapings at MGM Grand and it was a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Well, so was someone else. It oh, was a damn. really long six-hour taping <laughs> in total with the AEW tapings, but some great matches. Yes. Oh, no. So great matches I've come to expect. In fact, sometimes we get 19 of them. But I was relieved to see some story coming back here with the righteous in the dark order we get a little bit more fleshed out uh things in the in the women's picture obviously with kira hogan and athena there is a story with zach saber jr and samoa joe so i was happy that we got some story injected back in here that made me really happy as well as some absolute banger matches Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. one that was not a banger match but not a bad match (laughs) just a real short match is we got kip sabian and butcher and blade uh, with Penelope Ford defeating Bryce Saturn, Jacob Austin Young, and Shogun Jones. Uh, not a ton to say about here. Mm. Kip taking out one of the guys. I can't remember which. I'm so sorry. With that anarchy suplex. Butcher and Blade dragging... Uh, who was it? Angelico? What did we get here? Sorry. I'm no, this notes. was... Uh, the no, three... Angelico was in the next match. Yeah, my notes uh, are just messed mm-hmm. up. It was a quick win. We yeah, get, it was so uh, fast. <laughs> a drag, drag the lake on another for a, a quick win mm-hmm. here. It happened really, really quick. But unsurprisingly, I feel like Butcher and Blade are actually a fantastic fit for this tag division. Um, yep. So I don't mind them working here. Still itching for that clarity, but this was a rather convincing win, I would say. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'd like to see Butcher and the Blade all the time so seeing them here is great and kip sabian too i think still hasn't really gotten to show who he actually is you know he's he's done a bunch of character work and he's been been involved in some angles but i think if he went singles here in the ring of honor division and got back to what he used to do because it feels like we haven't seen it in a long time he could be uh pretty good here in ring of honor so seeing these guys i hope they're not just a one-off i agree like you said i think here in this division Butcher and the Blade could be a great addition. So, you know, the match was too short to even be anything. It was just a squash, even less than a squash, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a smoosh. It was a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Definitely was a smoosh. Was mm-hmm. a smoosh. We are coming down the home stretch, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh please get in your super chats and humper chats. Also, happy Pride Month, you guys. Yes. That it's June first. Mm-hmm. Wrestling is for everyone. It Fight is. Baseball is for everyone. Mm-hmm. If you're an absolute dickhead, you'll get thrown out of our chat by Luis. You're, you're always gone. safe to hang out here. 
We mm. love you for who you are. Happy Pride. That's yep. it. That's all I got to say about that. That's not all boom, I got boom. to say about that. I mouth off on Twitter mm-hmm. a lot, but totally. uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we move along to Angelico, Jack Cartwheel making his debut, I believe, and Serpentico with Luther. Um, I threw Jack Cartwheel out as a name I'd like to see kind of randomly. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm just like a very powerful manifester because here he Pretty is. Right. And I thought he showed out tonight. This was really, mm-hmm. really, really fun. Uh, I had an absolute blast watching this match. They are up against, of course, the Reg part of the show. Come in there. I thought Vikingo and Jack Hartwheel especially had some really, really standout chemistry in this match. Um, the drop kick that took Jack Hartwheel out, I thought was amazing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Holy hell. <laughs> Someone get the man an ice pack. He is not cartwheeling back up yeah. that ramp, homie. That they is- accelerated. That looked like a, a Looney Tunes uh, bit or something, the way that they did Jack Cartwheel <laughs> with that drop kick. <laughs> it was one of those things where the timing was just as precise as the timing could have been. Right. Uh, I I thought this was a whole heck of a lot of fun. I might have started the episode with this, but Mm -hmm. I mean, starting with Maria Canales, like I said, not a bad call, but this was a really, really fun match. I loved it. And I'm not even the spot food advocate for this Mm -hmm. brand. You are, Reg. What did you think of this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like someone said in the chat, I was sitting... Like in the media section or whatever, when you when you go as media, they kind of sit you guys all in one section. When you go, guys, listen to what's happening. I'm not trying to flex like this. Let's just put the past week together, all right, with Reg. Let's let's review, all right? Oh, 19 match card. Oh, I'm busy. Oh, I was oh, I was just I was bumping shoulders with Trish Dora. In the media section. Let me tell you how it is in the media section. Of ROH. Okay, let me just. Let me just uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, I deserved it. I deserved it. <laughs> so, yeah, by the end of the show, as you guys can see, everybody's like, I'm out of here, dude. I'm not going to stay for six more hours. <laughs> so, it's clear down here. I'm like, I see those three names pop up. I'm like, oh, it's time to go down there and watch. My favorite luchador is coming on. Commander's here. Yeah. King Go, Bandito. Like, yo, yo. And then so. Like you were saying, Jack Cartwheel, I see a lot of him. I think he's from Sacramento, uh, like your favorite uh, British talent, Timothy Thatcher. They're uh, Sacramento brothers. He's from the islands of Sheffield, (laughs) all right? Yeah, so I see a lot of him, and it's it's awesome to see him here, uh, West Coast, representing. um, And he got to get a lot of shine in this match with some of the best luchadors in the world. I saw uh, a tweet yesterday that I thought was interesting. Someone said uh, it was a video of the commander dive that he does in every match, walking the ropes into the insane dive. And the the tweet said, it's not a special because he always does it. And I thought that's funny. I think the special thing about it is that he always does it. Like, it's not like a, it's not like a one time only big WrestleMania spot. It's like, no, he does this insane spot every single match just because he wants to, just because it's fun to him and because it's a cool dive. That makes it more insane to me that he's like, it's not like I need to practice my cool spot. He's like, no, I'm going to do it in this match tomorrow too. And then on Saturday, I'm going to do it again. And then on Sunday, I'm going to do it again. That's what's I'll do it cool in a damn battle Royal. Who cares? Yeah, I'm on AW. Yeah. Uh, how long am I gonna be in the match for 13 seconds? That means I have 13 seconds to do my dive. My shit in. 
that's it. That's the man. That's, that's who they is. This was a supreme spot foo, as Righteous Reg would say. These guys were going <laughs> 100 miles per hour. I'm it sorry. Had... I'm sorry. Guy who big timed us last week and is sitting <laughs> in the media section now quoting himself in the third person. What have you become? Look, I'm Where just going all in with the gimmick. I'm going all in. <laughs> That's who I am. That's who I am. All in? What, are you going to be in the media section at Wembley too? Huh? Is that what we're doing? I wish, man. I'm going to try that. My friend, my friend, help me. My friend, help me. My friend. At uh, blah, blah, blah. At No, okay. Listen. <laughs> After such a long taping, like we've said uh, very often in this podcast, these guys brought us back to the show. Like, we're chanting, this is awesome, this is amazing, this is all these things. After we've been been here for five hours. So, I mean, a great way to bring us back after such a long taping. But you shouldn't be bringing us back, man. Just give me four hours maximum. What are we doing here for six hours? I want to go outside and hit the penny slots. I can't hit the penny slots if I'm in here watching Makingo flip. I love watching him flip, but I want to be hitting them penny slots. Oh, Reg, when some people have to pay for their tickets, maybe they want to get their <laughs> money's worth. All right. <laughs> Damn it. They're about to get me out of here. Oh, <laughs> uh, funny shit. Um, I, I forever, uh, June 29th, get that. It's going to be dope. Somebody gonna make you in the game? I hope so. That would be dope. So mm. I, I still be- haven't gotten to play that game, and my friend works there. I need perks. Oh, I need something. Oh, does there. he? Come does on, he? my friend works there. Send me a copy, somebody. Did you guys know Reg's friend works at AEW? Everybody knows. I would like to think he's my <laughs> friend too. <laughs> Damn. Our friend works there. Send Kate a copy too. Buried out here. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of getting buried, but not really buried, buried in a fun way, we get our ROH Pure Championship match with Shibata and Alex Coughlin in mm-hmm. a match that went differently than I was anticipating, but used yeah. the pure rules in a really, really, really fun way. It was booked winner wise exactly how I thought it was going to go. But the story of this match with Coughlin using his three rope breaks so early in the process Mm -hmm. (laughs) i loved this because Mm. it just felt like shibata was like i've taught you better than that for like the the whole first leg of this match with shibata with this like normally you see like the the student rising up against the teacher and it's like a a show of respect or their youth is overcoming the veteran status this was like you're not there yet and i'm Mm kind of disappointed in you and now i'm gonna (laughs) kick your ass about it oh I loved it. And we have not seen mm-hmm. that type of story with the pure title in a really long time. Like mm-hmm. what Wheeler Yuta was doing with it was so different than a match that would be like someone hits three rope breaks pretty quick. And now the story of the match is navigating that and trying not to lose in that way. Mm-hmm. Also, realistically, it's not like Shibata can't go, my God, but he's, you know, been through a lot. His brain was taken out of his head at one point. You're probably going to be a little bit more careful. This is a really great protected story to tell that lets you choose points for emphasis. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought this was great and was very uh, unexpected in the story they were telling, but I I really, really liked it. What were your thoughts on our pure title match, which we got to see on ROH tonight, which was refreshing. Wow. Thank you. Shout out to us. We get to see a title match on a show that has a bunch of championships that sometimes are defended. Uh, Shibata has been awesome to see all these weeks. Uh, Them telling the story with Coughlin of, uh, of him kind of, I think 
anybody that kind of trained under Shibata uh, in that New Japan dojo uh, could psych themselves out of the match before they even get there because they've seen Shibata in, you know, they've been scared to death that this guy was going to kick their head in during sure, training. And- who knows your playbook better than the guy that taught exactly, you, right? Like a, right. Yeah. He knows every move that you're going to do because he taught you all those moves. And he knows that if it, it's a hard place to be, because if you learn something and you didn't tell about, tell him about it, he's going to be mad because you didn't show him, tell him about your new techniques. And if you try to bust some new techniques out on your trainer, he's going to be mad again. So there's like no way to go, but down. Uh, Coughlin got uh, destroyed here because, um, they told, remember they told the story a few weeks ago when they tagged up and he was in there and Shibata got in and tagged himself in and was like, he kind of did the, the, the Claudio and you to think of like, nah, it's time for you to get out of here. It's time for me to get in here. You're embarrassing me in front of all these people. I taught you how to do this and you're doing this to your dad out here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I love that angry dad on the apron thing. It's always great. Him and Claudio do it perfectly. Coughlin got his shit in though. He did his, uh, from his ass to the to his feet suplex spot holding a person up that is just an incredible feat of strength um shibata and lee moriarty tomorrow that's all that's the only way i can really end this <laughs> shibata and lee moriarty what a time to be a wrestling fan. what zack saber jr and action andretti what? willow versus emmy come on huh? come on insane em- embarrassment of riches on mm rampage tomorrow again i've earned it okay i've reviewed some rampages that were like this is going on at 4 30 p.m and we're not gonna maybe build out a ton for it okay i mean this one's for me this week is for kate you know what i mean agreed agreed uh i adored where's the comment where is the comment somebody (laughs) there it is this this reg make (laughs) an roh section just for Kate, a downloadable mm-hmm. character. You're not mm-hmm. the only one sitting in the media section, okay? I can be there too. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, in my dreams, I guess I can be yeah, in the ROH right. media section. Agreed, agreed. Mm-hmm. It's main event time, Reg. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've got Athena and Kira Hogan, and a story that mm-hmm. got set up kind of last week. I'm, I'm doubtful that. In your spare time since you've come back, you've had any time to catch up on 19 matches, but a really nice through line. And what we got last week uh, was Kira Hogan coming in, not happy with the way Athena's been running things. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably a little reminiscent of someone that maybe she was a baddie for. Yep. Uh, loved, loved, loved what we got here. Kira Hogan just brings so much intensity to everything she does. It's the absolute best. I thought this match was a whole heck of a lot of fun. Very happy mm-hmm. to see Kira Hogan back on my TV. And also little things of Athena, like using a hammerlock suplex today, when she was more using like that Saito suplex. Um, her like upping her game while she's getting more vicious is really fun of just like, yeah. I need to fight people and I need to be getting better all the time. Cause like it, mm-hmm. she's just maniacal with this title. Absolute ass kicking match. After the match, we get some shenanigans, not real shenanigans, but we get, uh, definitely not indie workers disguised as security coming down and Kira Hogan absolutely losing it as Athena is on the floor with her title making snow angels felt very CM Punk to me it warms my mm. heart but Kira Hogan just going ballistic after this looks like we might be running this back I'm intrigued to see where this leads 
a lot of possibilities, but a, an incredible main event. You say it week over week. Athena is the MVP of this brand for Black women's wrestlers on our television tonight. We got Trinity on Impact as the Impact crew is hanging out backstage with birthday boy Joel. What did you think of our main here? Uh, this, like we were talking about earlier about the black women, it's I'm I'm happy. It's kind of crazy that it's become so normal that black two black women main evented this wrestling show. And someone was asking, I think it's the homie Shane Monster in the the chat. This was the last match of the entire show. Uh, the the last match that everybody saw before we went home. So you had to wait through a lot of wrestling <laughs> to see the Ring of Honor Women's MVP. Athena do it with Kiara Hogan. Regardless of that, they had a great match, and I thought they had a great angle to put over Kiara as the next uh, contender for the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship. But it's hard; like it, it's uh, it's frustrating because you just want these women to have more. I want more people to be watching this match because, like I said, two black women are main eventing this show, and they're both great, and they're both aggressive, and they're both trying to establish themselves as the best in the world. This match was awesome. I'm happy that. Kiara is getting uh, opportunity to be the next contender for this championship. And Athena just does it again. She, uh, I love that she gave uh, Kiara so much. They brought it up on commentary. This is one of Athena's toughest fights. It wasn't an easy one for her. She didn't just dominate like she usually did. She was in a fight. They had a big brawl at the end. The brawl felt like it was going for a long time in the arena, probably because we had been there for a full work shift worth of uh, tapings. And uh, on this episode, it also was going and going and going. So they're really trying to establish that this could be a a really tough test for Athena. So I'm excited to see what they do moving forward with these two women. I am too. We got a couple of chats to round us out before we bring on the Impact crew. Matthew Plus saying, how is Tony's ROH different than Dark Elevation? Well, if you asked me last week, I would have said in zero ways. Week. it's not <laughs> this week it's not uh a lot more story coming back with the trios uh, a lot more story in this women's title picture the zach saber jr and samoa joe story is being built out further than um this kind of one-off that that we got last week into this week um mm-hmm. it, it's getting there and i think after the collision debut it's going to be there a little bit more fully but Ever right. the troll, Matthew Plus also chimed in saying, I would be more inclined to pay for ROH if they traveled and performed in gyms throughout the country, sell $5 beers, and bring the atmosphere back. Yeah, I mean, Same here. <laughs> ad nauseum, we've said, right? Like the the touring episodes feel a little bit more off. Tonight's, I think, was the best of those that we've seen. But the, mm-hmm. the crowd energy is undeniably way lower because they they're just fatigued they've been there a really long time and the other thing is you're putting the most in-ring centric brand at the most fatigued part so the things that kind of normally would break that up for you aren't really there doing it now there's always going to be nerds like me who see a pure title matches on the card and i will stay until 3 a.m if i have to but Mm -hmm. as much as i like it when matthew plus is wrong i agree with him in this case i do know that he lives in the baltimore area too so he's probably just a little sad that roh up and left that area but i am too because that was drivable Mm -hmm. for me um Mm -hmm. but but i agree and I, i think we've talked about that a little bit it does feel like we're getting back on track a little bit more now 
but RH saying starting late on the post show at the beginning, but just wanted to show some love for RH, Righteous Reg, and Kate. Well, thank you, RH. We appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate that, RH. Uh, Johnny. Here's Johnny chiming in saying, yes. best wrestler, tag team, and match so far this year. Whoo! Um, match for me is, is Danielson MJF in the mm -hmm. single championship match. Mm -hmm. Um, wrestler of the year for me, it's it's probably Zack Saber Jr. at this point. Mm -hmm. Tag team, you know, obviously it's Jeff Jarrett. Uh, my match of the year is uh, still Kenny and Osprey from Wrestle Kingdom. Just I don't extremely. It's gonna it's gonna be hard to 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 get over that one. Uh, uh, wrestler of the year. Um, I'll go with Kenny. Also, I like what he's doing here. He has a pretty okay. strong, pretty strong uh, going here. And uh, tag team of the year. You know, I'm not WWE guy, but Sammy and Kevin, man, those are my guys forever. I don't care. Yeah, that's that's the actual answer. Sammy and mm -hmm. Kevin are mm -hmm. that team. They're the best, even though their booking is a little sideways. Mm -hmm. They're just yeah. they're the best. They're the mm -hmm. best in the whole wide world. Uh, Shane Monster saying, "Hope everyone had a great weekend and had some prime grass touching time." Kira and Athena just brawling, but I hope Kira wasn't legit hurt. Yeah, there was. Um, that was a hard hitting match, and yeah. I don't know. Uh, if she came out of that unscathed, I hope so. I would I think, think she's have, okay. Yeah. I would mm -hmm. think we would have heard by now. Right. Or, you know, we had a man on the inside. I don't know if you guys heard, but Reg was there. So probably would have heard something if she was hurt for real. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. We're going to bring on our impact crew because we do have a couple of happy chats for Joel Pearl of all people wishing him a happy birthday. <laughs> Uh, we're going to get a little bit of a teaser about what happened on Impact as well as we bring on the incredible, wonderful, I'm told, fancy Cresta Star today, I think. Wow. Nah, I got lazy. I gave up. I gave up. It's so hot outside. I look a mess. I, look a mess. I was going to be real cute, but when I came home, I wanted to throw my whole body in a lake of water. It's so hot outside. <laughs> mm -hmm. You look beautiful. Okay. I'll take it. Thank you. You look great. Uh, Ricardo wishes Joel a happy birthday, Monami. Um, happy birthday, Joel. Oh. Thank you, guys. Thank oh. you. And happy birthday. Pew, 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 pew. If I had uh, those things, I'd shoot them off right now, but I don't have sound effects. Sorry. <laughs> That's Sorry. Right. I have a soundboard on my Discord, but I feel like the moment I get in Discord, someone's going to come in and say something really inappropriate. So, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a request for me to sing happy birthday to you in my Tiffany Stratton impression, which I will do shortly. But we have the Pro Wrestling Podcast, a.k.a. CM Punk's besties, saying, I already know who's the number one contender for comeback of the year. Oh, boy. Yep. But, Joel, happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Joel. Happy birthday to you. Toodles. That's the second best gift I've received today. Mm. <laughs> Happy birthday, Joel. I hope yes. you uh, win money and uh, find money. <laughs> win money and find money. I guess better than finding clay dolls on the floor. Hey, double money. I'm into it. That's right. Just get it all. Why not? <laughs> Extra chicken nugget in your nugget box. <laughs> uh -huh. In That's your right. nugget box. Chris, I'm. 
pierogi oh. place. Very good. Mm. It wasn't very good? It wasn't very good. It was like, we're going to oh, do chicken chips no. with pierogies. And I'm like, that's strange. Let's go. And I tried it and I'm like, that's not good. That's not good. Uh, oh, that's a bummer. Uh, it happens. Not the worst. Not the birthday treat. You're supposed to have a good treat on your birthday. You got to get ice cream or something to uh, counteract it. After this, absolutely going to raid that fridge. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> His kid took a nap. He was a happy camper today. He'll yeah, take it right. Take <laughs> care. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we throw over to Impact, I'm so glad Crest is here because we were talking a little bit about we had four awesome black women's wrestlers on ROH today. Two of them main eventing. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got Trinity on Impact. Things are good right now in, in the yep. world of women's wrestling, especially for black women's wrestlers. We love to see it. Uh, what was your, your standouts of Impact today? Honestly, the whole show was really good. Maybe it was just me, but I was very sports entertained. Yes. Even with Bully Ray at the top of the hour, because <laughs> he normally works my nerves. But everything, it was a good match. Um, the match with Trinity and um, Savannah Evans in particular, that was a good-looking match. Everyone's gear, hair, makeup, everyone looks so good. Even Jordan Grace as they took that woman's life on television. I think you need to let uh. low, Giselle Shaw. You might have concussed mm. her. <laughs> like everyone looks so good. Um, and we're eating good. Unfortunately, Mercedes Monet being injured sucks. But Willow Nightingale as your new, I want to say IWGP, but I feel like that's wrong. And I don't watch New Japan. Please don't kill me. New Japan strong. New Japan strong. Mm-hmm. New champion. Japan strong mm-hmm. champion. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. I always thought Willow Nightingale was amazing. I thought Athena was going to be the girl to dethrone Jade. So to hear her just being a bully in Ring of Honor brings joy to my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but can we talk I, about Alex Coughlin for a second? Mm. We can. A uh, can really we about how great of a of a pure style wrestler he is, and how Jeremy and I interviewed him over on In the Weeds on Five Full Over Books. Shameless plug. I love. Hey, it. Joel is fault. You should have heard Reg earlier. I was in Vegas with my friends and in uh, in AEW. Oh, me and Trisha Dora, best friends. I had media pass. Hey, we don't get Support women. Okay. That's what we're saying. Fly us out there. That's verbatim what Reg said. Word for word. (laughs) Are you coming to Toronto? Are you coming to Toronto for Forbidden Door now? No. See, I I don't be getting flued out. If that was true, somebody would be fluing me out. (laughs) That's fair. But y'all have gone elsewhere for for pay per views. Have you been to Chicago? I can't remember. No, I haven't. But I'm trying to this year for all. Out all gotcha. in, all out is what they call it. There's so many events going on. You know. Okay, gotcha. He's, he's sure. got so many media credentials sitting. schedule. One day, leave me alone. Speaking <laughs> of, I'm very excited about Masha Slamovich and Killer Kelly and yeah. a dog collars match. That's gonna be so fire. So what's, I, what's that weird? promo was peak. I don't know how else to say it besides I'm horny. Like that promo. I don't know if it was a promo or a porno. Like, holy hell. I wanna I wanna see it no matter what happens. I wanna see it. But I mm-hmm. I don't know if that was for wrestling. I I don't know. Cresta, <laughs> we sit here every week and we talk about Kinky Killer Kelly and she's just living up to the name. See? Come on. I'm with it. Happy Pride. I, that's too that it's might pride. be a little that's too what many. I'm saying. 
That might be a little too that's, many K's for true. me, though. I don't that's know. True. She might have to get another one. Pinky Killer Kelly. I don't know if I can stand behind that name. That's, that's crazy. A fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> I found it interesting that uh, when it was um, when the spoilers came out, people were saying that the match was happening at Slammiversary, and I was like, "How are they going to kill that much time?" No, mm. it's happening next Friday at Against All Odds, which yeah. like <laughs> is wild enough that they're running another special. Oh, like no two, way! They just yeah. did one like the, the this past weekend, didn't they? We <laughs> We're gonna and, be well, back. It's a, I'm Scott Delore, and it's a day of the week that has a vowel in it. We should probably do a special. Uh, don't do <laughs> Joel's dad like that on the day of his birth. They like <laughs> <laughs> put your dad through a flaming table. Was he okay? <laughs> <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. I he's, got, he's got a son in NXT. Yep. And mm. he's got you over here. My goodness, there's a lot. It's crazy. But. Hey, man, you run one wrestling school, you don't know who you're fathering. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Joel, when you That's talk to your true. dad next time, tell him I'm trying to get flued out to the show in White Plains. I'll come yes. in and sit next to George Iceman and harass him the whole time. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely get out to that show in White Plains. Mm-hmm. I live in the city. That's far. No, That's, you can find a way. It's not a train ride. Come I don't on. Even on the Metro North. <laughs> come on. We'll figure Krista, it out. Maybe we'll we'll talk off off of this, but maybe impact in Philly as a as a possible. I am going to SmackDown in July after the money in the bank. So my oh. friend got me that as a birthday gift since we talk about birthday. So I'll uh-huh. be there. If you okay. see me, no, you don't. I'm kidding. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we will throw it over to the Impact Crew, Joe. Joe, I'm still saying Joe Gacy. Joe there you go. <laughs> Damn, on the day of his birth. I know. Wow. It's Joe Gacy's birthday today. Joel, happy birthday, buddy. Sincerely, yeah, happy birthday. Do. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate so much for this network. We appreciate you. I love our Sundays. I appreciate all of the extra stuff that you do that doesn't even fall under your umbrella here and i just overall appreciate you being a good person never mind all the extra things you go out of your way to do cresta you're incredible i'm so excited to hear about impact and reg uh thank you for for bothering to show up i know you've got a lot of more important things going on (laughs) i'm busy kate i'm busy i know i know we we really appreciate you stopping by What a blast of a show we've had tonight. Keep it rolling with Impact. We appreciate you guys so much for watching. Stay tuned to hear about this really great show that Impact put on. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.